0: We are very happy to welcome you to yet another episode of Second Half Now. And this is a radio show that is uniquely designed for the 50 plus generation. And this is where we discuss the things that are important to us in the second half of life. We want to welcome you to the discussion, invite you to pull up a chair and join us at the table. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co host, Patrick Lyons. Patrick, how are you doing today? I am
1: doing well. How are you?
0: I'm good, and you have a good word for us today.
1: I do. The The good word today is honor. We're going to hear about a movement afoot to capture a lot of stories of honor, and I'm excited.
0: I like that. The word is honor. Yeah, so today uh, we're going to talk about something that is very near and dear to many of us, and that is U.S. military veterans. I can't tell you the honor that I see every time veterans are mentioned or seen. I see somebody in a uniform, and I just want to stand up and salute and thank them, So we're going to talk about them today because in our generation, this second half, we have experienced several wars, depending upon what uh, part of the second half we're in. But uh, we have World War II, Korea, Vietnam, Desert Storm, and currently Afghanistan, Iraq, and troops and personnel that are posted in various places all around the world. And so we're going to talk about them because there's something very, very significant about our conversation today that uh, just might make a big difference for many of these veterans and their families. So um, being in the military is a very important part of um, who we are as a people and families and, uh, and a nation. That is to have these veterans that are living among us. Some of them are, again, posted overseas and hope to come back. And uh, we are uh, you know, just so indebted to them. These are the people that we depend on to protect our freedom and the peace of the world. And so I just want to take off my hat, even though I'm not wearing one, but virtually uh, raise the flag and tip my hat to the veterans. And I'm so grateful for those who have stepped up and put on the uniform and served in the military. My dad uh, was in World War II, and I uh, was pulled out of his unit just before the rest of the unit was sent over to Normandy. And uh, so and my dad survived that because he, he didn't go and didn't... Uh, didn't bleed on the shores there, and, uh, so. I'm, but I'm thankful for that opportunity for him to be in the military, to be in the Army in World War II. And then my son has been an Army Ranger, um, combat in um, Afghanistan and Iraq, Special Ops. And there are so many other stories, and I can tell stories about both my dad and my son, and that's what we're going to talk about today. It is about the stories. Every veteran has their story. And it defines who they are and what they have become. But so many stories of these great veterans will never be heard. They haven't told their stories. Either they didn't know how or couldn't or didn't have the opportunity. And our guest today tells me that uh, almost 500 World War II veterans die every day. And uh, it's just a, a stunning number. And even that number is lower than what it's been over the past years, obviously. So... Uh, but so we're losing them and they're taking the the stories with them. So Gary is going to um, uh, uh, tell us about working on a project that helps veterans tell their story. So uh, actually we can honor their lives and respect their service. So our guest name today is Gary Mortenson and he is with a project called Veterans Legacies. and uh, that, the, the intention of that is to help the veterans and give them an opportunity to tell their story and to preserve their memory. And today, uh, we're going to learn about that project. We're going to learn what they're doing. We're going to learn why they're doing it. And we're going to learn how that works and what is, what's all the, uh, the mechanics of how that works. And I am so impressed with the vision. I had no idea that this was going on. But Gary Mortensen with Veterans Legacy is in studio with us today today. We're going to learn about this enormous and enormously important project. The title of today's show is No Forgotten Wars, No Forgotten Stories. So, Gary, thank you so much for coming in today, and welcome to Second Half Now. Well, thank you
2: for having me.
1: Gary, tell me about veterans' legacies. What is it that you're trying to accomplish as an organization?
2: Well, as was mentioned, we're losing 500 World War II veterans. It's actually a little bit less now um, every single day. We started off with a base of 16 million veterans who served during World War II. Uh, just 10 years ago, eight years ago, it was, we were losing 2,000 a day. It keeps dwindling, and that's not because they're getting healthier, but because we're, we're losing them at a, an alarming rate. Uh, as a nation, we have done a, a poor job of preserving these histories, especially in a way that could be shared. Hmm. So it struck me that we needed to start doing something about that before it was completely too late. So the decision was... was let's start identifying these World War II veterans and focus on Oregon right now and see how many are out there and see what we could do about uh, preserving their stories.
1: When did you start, and, and <clears throat> do you know roughly how many stories do you have collected already?
2: Well, we were, we were fortunate to work with the National Archives and uh, the Oregon Department of Veterans Affairs, and through that we were able to uh, establish that there was about 150, 152,000 Oregonians who deployed from Oregon during World War II there's a lot of incomplete records. There was a huge fire in Kansas City in 1973, and so a lot of these records were lost. However, the Army worked with IBM, and they had a punch card. If you think about the old punch cards back in the day, uh, they had a uh, a punch card that they they, uh, would fill out. And when this fire happened, there was also a redundant record with IBM, and so the National Archives was able to acquire that. So what we have in our database is around 115,000 Oregon records of of uh, soldiers who served in the Army. Mm. We don't have Navy. We don't have Air Force or Marines, but we do have that. And so that's a great start. So what we can say right now is just on Army records, we have 115,000 records. We know a little bit about those veterans. What we want to do is fill those in completely. Mm. And
0: when you say a record, what does that look like? What
2: exactly uh, is contained in that? Name, uh, serial number, the county that they enlisted from. So some some basic information mm-hmm. like that. Sometimes rank. It's, it varies a little bit.
0: And so a person currently can <clears throat> access your website and find that information. They can. If,
2: they, if you have a, a parent who served in World War yeah. II, if you want to go look on our site, you can see that.
1: Why take up this, this burden? <clears throat> what is it that drives you? What is it that's motivating you? The fire that lights from within?
2: It's the urgency. Okay. There's, there's just no one else is doing this on a meaningful level. You, you see on the news a lot of people that are trying to do this. They're doing it on such a small level. So what we want to build is a national database that's free to use, free to access. There should be this this history has already been bought and paid for, so it should never be resold. Mm-hmm. So what we hope to be able to do is allow anyone anywhere to enter their data, their their content, their story, if you would. And really, there's two two real focuses here. One of those focuses is to preserve the story. The second is to use the story to inform and engage younger generations. Mm. Because what's happening right now is we're losing that history. We're physically losing it, and then we're also losing that, that oral history. So if you think about, you go back to the Civil War, you go back to World War One, even, what exists and what do we know? And I believe that that source information, that veteran story, is the most precious thing that we can have. And if there's a listeners out there whose parents have already passed, but they were your parents, then you become the second most important source of that.
0: And I think you've mentioned in our conversation outside of the studio here that there's a visual component, too. There are pictures of maybe medals and awards, and there's uh, photos of the, the veteran. And that can you speak to that a little bit? Well, I call it the shoebox effect.
2: Yeah. And uh, if, if you think about, it, for a listener, just draw a one-mile circle around where you live. And there's probably a very high likelihood that there's lots of these little shoeboxes that, that exist out there And they're full of those stories. Maybe they're they're actual documentation around their service, photos, medals, things like that. What's great about iPhones is that you can take photos and you create a digital copy that you can upload. And so we have people that say, we wanna send you all of our stuff. And what we encourage folks to do is don't send it to us. Remember that this is not only a national treasure, but it's a family treasure. Mm -hmm. Take digital copies, Mm -hmm. upload it to our site so that we can share it. Keep this in your families for generations. It's it's really, really important.
0: So let's get real practical here. So someone listening says, gosh, you know, my brother or my dad or my uncle or somebody uh, might be, uh, you know, uh, possibly in this record because as an Oregon veteran, what would they Uh, what would they do to see if you have any of their story already uh, in your database and how what would they do
2: you can log on to uh, veterans legacies and it's best to create a user profile and then that gives you the ability to go in and enter an actual biography so you can create a biography you can digitally upload any media anything like that they can go in and they can look and if their their father's or mother's name was in there and we have it in that one hundred and fifteen thousand records they can enhance those records we just have oregon records we have nine and a half million national records we're focusing mm. on Oregon right now. Yeah, People moving in and in and out. We could have a World War II veteran who's lived here for 60 years, but they didn't enlist from Oregon. We don't care. We want yeah. all stories. We don't want just World War II. Any story, any veteran story, even if they didn't serve in a battle, we don't care. We want to be able to create that tapestry of American military history. Again, when we think about our schools, kids aren't being taught this anymore. Right. They, you know, they're, they're learning this history through video games and through movies, but right. it's a distortion of reality. Again, when we go back to that story, those, we owe it to the veterans to, to tell their story, for, let them tell their story to us, and we, we have to help them get it somewhere where it's going to stand the test of
0: time. Another question about uh, <clears throat> folks who are listening to Access, uh, the great records that you're developing, and we'll ask and answer that question right after
3: the break. Do you have aging loved ones who need some help at home? How do you know when it's time to get some assistance? And what are the signs they may not be able to live at home safely? Golden Placement Services specializes in these questions and transitions. They provide professional placement services when it comes time to find a safe, comfortable place for your loved one to live. These are people you can trust, and their services are provided at no charge to your family. Call Diane Delaney at 503 926 one, one That's 503-926-2111. Golden Placement Services. Caring professionals you can trust. Sometimes we
4: just need a little help around the house. Small repairs, painting, lawn and yard maintenance, cleanup jobs. These are some of the things handled by Sheldon's Maintenance. Or if your roof needs repair or replacing, or if you have a kitchen or bathroom that needs remodeling or updating, Sheldon's Maintenance is your go-to source for help. For all your handyman needs, call Sheldon's Maintenance for a free estimate. 503 503- that's 503. 804-7717. 804-7717. Sheldon's Maintenance, for all your handyman
3: needs. If you are even thinking about buying or selling a house, you really need to talk to the best in the business. You probably have lots of important questions. After all, it's not just a house, it's your home. Dave Long at 24-7 Properties is the realtor who can answer your questions and provide lots of options. There's no cost or obligation to get his accurate, reliable information that will help you make the decisions that are best for you. Call Dave Long at 503-607-4216. That's 503-607-4216. 24-7 properties. It's not just your house, it's your home. Hello Milo
4: believes that prevention and proactive thinking are the future of aging with grace and independence at home. We offer regular delivery of healthy, nutritious meals designed by a certified, licensed dietitian. Our meals are chef-prepared and delivered to the home. We also offer helpful home visits by our trained companions who can help with light housekeeping, small helpful tasks, or personal activities such as going for a walk, working a puzzle, or just having a friendly chat. Find out how we can help you or your loved one. Call Milo at 877 877- two four three fifty nine twenty eight. That's eight seven seven two four three fifty nine twenty eight. Hello, Milo. Promoting grace and independence at home.
1: And welcome back to second half now. We also want to pay special attention to uh, some of our other sponsors, Bob Lum, integrity and service for all your insurance needs. Better, smarter, richer, do what you love and earn an income doing it. Thank you to Carmen Farmer, enjoyment coach for retirees who want more fun and fulfillment. Marriage Architects, where you can design and build your dream marriage. Nancy Cummings, Reverse Mortgage Specialist. Jay Tompkins, Products and Strategies for Anti-Aging and Wellness. And of course, Serving Our Neighbors, Raising Up Leaders and Building Bridges to Better Our Communities. You can find out more about these and all of our sponsors at secondhalfnow.com. Check out our Marketplace page. Dan, back to you.
0: And we really want to encourage our listeners to go to that Network tab uh, when you get to the homepage of Second Half Now because these are the folks that um, make this show possible, and they're the ones that uh, we have vetted. We know them, we like them, and uh, we can recommend them to our listeners as uh, good, tried, and trusted uh, service providers. We are in studio today with Gary Mortensen with Veterans Legacies, and uh, the title of the show is No Forgotten Wars, No Forgotten Stories. So before the break, uh, Gary, I mentioned that I wanted to ask one other question about uh, kind of the functionality of uh, the project of what you're working on. So, if somebody um, wants to find out if you possibly have a record of their uh, a veteran that they know or related to, they can go to the website, which is uh, veteranslegacies.com. And no uh, apostrophe for the uh, for the uh, possessive. It's just veteranslegacies.com. And then so they can go up into the little search window, right? And they could just put a last name if, Correct. if that's what they have.
2: If that's all you have, you can you can search that way and you'll get a return of information. Perfect. If, if it's in there.
0: Yeah. And you were saying earlier that you could go by, by the conflict. You could put in Vietnam or you could put in World War II and it would give all kinds of stuff. If you didn't know where to start or how to search or a particular name, you could just start there and just look at a bunch of. Yeah, you
2: could, just, you could put in Vietnam and you yeah. would find out. You would have names. You would have biographies. You would have yeah. uh, if there's interviews, it would be under uh, video. If it was photos, it would be under photos. And and there's really some tremendous images. We've got uh, uh, just to give you an idea on World War II. We've got uh, a backlog of around a hundred thousand images that need to be added to mm. the database. Yeah, and you can imagine we want to be accurate with this information, so we want to get it uploaded. What's neat about our database is it's wiki-enabled, which means that if you come on and you register on our site, put your email, your name, your information in there, then you can become a contributor and help us. So there's a lot of guys our age who are World War II geeks, me being one of them, and it's kind of really cool to go on this site and look at a a photo. Maybe it's a, a Sherman tank outside of Bastogne. And to help us understand what that is, or what kind of aircraft mm. is that, or is that a Marine or uh, someone from the Army? You know, and, and a lot of people can just look at photos and be able to tell us. And so, um, you know, we don't put in information that we don't know, but we have curriculum on our site that helps someone go through and tells them how to upload content, how to write a biography, how to put in their photos, um, how to, you know, uh, describe images. And it's all based on the National Archives. So we use the same. Um, protocols that they use because we really do want to take an academic approach to this as well. Mm. But if you just want to tell uh, the story of a family member or your own story, that's easy to do too. And so you just come in there and create that biography. And then if you have images that you want to associate to that, then those become associated to it.
0: Very well designed. I'm so fascinated by that, Gary, because I know what it's like, not that I was one of them, but my friends and family members who have uh, their set apart, they have uh, stepped forward and willing to lay their life and their future on the line for something inside of them that drives. Maybe it's a deep sense of patriotism or protection. I know that uh, you know uh, you probably know the number how many uh, how many people signed up after uh, after Pearl Harbor, and uh, we know that lots the same thing uh, with 9/11. And, uh, but so they're willing to step up and uh, go for the, the battle uh, for peace and freedom, and I, I just totally respect that. And I what I value is now you are so much uh, a part of this, helping to tell those stories, to capture them, and then to make them available to others. So uh, back to a question that Patrick was asking a little bit uh, earlier. What is that passion? What is that drive? What is it for you? You have your own story, I know. Uh, you want to tell us about that, about your dad and Korea?
2: sure. Sure. I, I think probably as, as many of your listeners, we, we were all sort of inculcated into this World War II generation, post-generation where films and popular culture and media was all about the great war. Um, and I, and I think that, that it stuck with me, uh, this, this fascination and interest in this generation that came out and, um, uh, you know, built a nation and, uh, But I'll also say this because I'm a documentary filmmaker and I've had the privilege to make uh, documentaries on Oregonians who have served in Iraq and Afghanistan. And through this project, and and I'm hopeful that this is something that that our listeners and also the younger generations are going to be able to understand, is that when you start to compare the World War II stories that we're telling with the Vietnam stories or the Korean War stories or Iraq and Afghanistan— the thesis is that I believe that every generation of American is a greatest generation. And so they don't get to pick mm-hmm. the conflict. They don't get to pick the time, but they do pick to serve. And even if they're drafted, what we find is that there's this character that comes through, and it's a moral obligation on our part to ensure that their stories are preserved. Um, my, my father's story uh, was one, and, it, and it's interesting. This is one of the things that, that compelled me was it my father, uh, during the Korean War, when the, when the Chinese invaded across the, the Yellow River, and it was half a million Chinese hit, the, hit the, the American and the Allied front lines, uh, he was stationed at the Presidio as part of the 505th Military Combat Police Battalion. Uh, the role of the combat police was to, it, it, of many things, one of them was if there's a retreat, they go up to the front lines and restore order to make sure that the retreat stays organized and doesn't turn into a rout. And so when the Chinese uh, attacked, uh, his unit was called up. He was on the plane getting ready to deploy. Um, as the plane was taxiing on the tarmac, a, a door opened up. Where's Mortensen? Raised his hand. You're off. We need a typist. A couple other planes. Same thing happened. And the typist was actually, uh, you know, sort of uh, translated to shortstop because my dad was in the Fifth Army and the baseball uh, team was in the playoffs. And so. Uh, he and two other guys were pulled off the plane. The plane then flew up, the, the battalion uh, deployed up to Tokyo. The next day they went up to Seoul. The next day they were trucked up to these front lines. And the next day they retired the colors. Uh, the battalion was wiped out. Mm-hmm. So my dad uh, suffered from survivor guilt. And I didn't really understand sort of some of the anger and some of the, you know, not, not having friends or any of that stuff until I actually got into this work. And it really wasn't until interviewing Oregonians who had gone off in, in Iraq and Afghanistan that I, I began to understand the similarities and the patterns about guilt. And uh, one of the gentlemen from uh, This Is War, Memories of Iraq, which is my, uh, my, my documentary on Iraq, uh, he had lost his leg in a, in a horrific uh, uh, RPG attack of which he demonstrated incredible amounts of valor. And yet when he was evacuated, to Walter Reed, uh, for and, and stayed there for a year. He became uh, just distraught, not because he lost his leg, but because he left his friends in battle. And so there's a there's a common theme that exists here throughout. Again, these generations, of people. Mm. if we subscribe to that, every every generation's the greatest generation. What you find is is that it's not just about the guys in the front lines. It's the guys that that also aren't there. The men and women that that can't be there. And there's this incredible bond that exists there. And I. And I think that through storytelling, and they'll tell you this, is that the ability to give permission to them to tell their stories is very, very healing. It's very palliative for many, many of these folks. There's some folks that don't want to talk about it, and that's okay, too.
0: And we only have a minute left, but I want you to to give an invitation for people who are resonating with this and might like to participate or do
2: something or volunteer. What, uh, briefly,
0: what could they do?
2: Well, you can contact us, uh, info at veteranslegacies.com, and I, hopefully you're going to have that posted on your site that they can come to. Yes. And we'll provide a link there. There's a lot of things that you can do. Um, it, it, we encourage everyone listening to tell the story of family members. Um, if you've been on Ancestry.com or other sites like that, you know that's a pay-to-play. We want this to be free always. You know, We want everyone to have access. And, and if you think about leaving a record for a future generation, that's really the power of this. Um, so, we're activating schools across Oregon. It's an official after school program. We also have in 141 libraries across the state. So, help us. Uh, it, we say it takes an army to save history. We need an army.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I like that a lot. Again, it's uh, info at veteranslegacies.com. And then you can go directly to their website at, of course, veteranslegacies.com. Do some searching, do some looking around. Uh, get involved and get blessed by these stories that are being captured and now have the opportunity to be retold, uh, whether it's a family member or somebody that you know, or maybe uh, if you're my age, uh, you had school buddies and family members who went to Vietnam and uh, some did not come back. I know that full well. So uh, we want to thank you for listening today. Um, You can hear this show and all of our shows. Go to our website, secondhalfnow.com. We can be heard around the clock and around the world and also, we want you to visit uh, our sponsors, and we have clickable logos there. Go to their uh, their websites, second half, um, secondhalfnow.com, and then go to the network page. So we're in studio today. We've been talking with Gary Mortensen with Veterans Legacies, and he is helping veterans live a life that matters by helping them tell their story or f- family members on their behalf. So the title of our show today is No Forgotten Wars, No Forgotten Stories. Gary, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you for having me, telling your story. Listener, if you have questions about today's topic or suggestions for other topics and other guests, let us know. Go to secondhalfnow.com and uh, click on the contact page and submit that. And um, also sign up to receive our show every week. We'll deliver that to your inbox. Thank you for listening today. Second Half Now helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, with co-host Patrick Lyons, and we are saying goodbye for now. Until next time, may God help you live a life that matters. Join us at the table again, pull up a chair, and hear all of our shows on our website, secondhalfnow.com.